What is up, everyone? Welcome, YouTube, Internet, the like. I have with me today Vexium Swift. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Interviewing a Gamer. And I will let Vexium introduce himself, and we will get started. Vex, well, <laughs> introduce you yourself. <laughs> uh, definitely. You. Um, I, I'm... I'm pretty much like everyone else. I, I love games. I talk about them. I try to, you know, design around them as well. I do a bit of photography. I am a very strong member of the Dream Team podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check out One Stop for Gamers. All our Sunday podcasts get posted on there. And honestly, I just I love podcasts. I love gaming. Um, I'm doing a, an art course in games design right now. I'm about to go into my next year, and it's it's really stressful. But you know, when I'm not doing my university course i pretty much am gaming or just making youtube videos <laughs> okay that sounds like fun sorry i hate talking about myself <laughs> that's fine that's why you're here <laughs> <laughs> okay so for those of you who may not know which hopefully you all know by now um, this is a segment that I've uh, put out on my channel called interviewing a gamer in which i get gamers opinions um, I ask everyone the same 10 questions, and as you see, you know, uh, each uh, segment differs based upon um, the individual's, uh, you know, answers to these questions or whatnot. So, you know, I'm glad I'm getting the turnout that I'm getting. You know, if you want to be a part of this segment, hit up Miss K at Soldiers That Game. That's S O L D I E R Z That Game on Facebook. And that is her Facebook group. And uh, you can also check her out on Twitter. So we'll go ahead and get started. And Vexium, first question, what brings you to YouTube? What brings me to YouTube? Well, I'll be honest. I, I spent a lot of time watching. Um, if you guys remember a guy named WCIP uh, Champlu, uh, he had a weird YouTube name, I know. But he used to make some really great gaming videos. And I used to follow him a lot. And that was back in the days of the Trade Brotherhood, right? And uh, I was an admin on his website, which was a console war website, which a lot of people didn't know that about me. Um, only my close friends do. Mm -hmm. um, and I pretty much started from there. I was in the Killzone 2 parties. And at the time, I was playing Metal Gear Online. And I was being very competitive in gaming. Um, I started watching a lot of Call of Duty videos because at the time, I was in a clan called IOPS, which is Infinity Ops. And we played pretty much Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Call of Duty World at War. It was mainly a Call of Duty clan. I tried to branch it off to uh, games like Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3. But um, it was very strictly Call of Duty. So I was just talking about looking, you know, what was out there, typed in PS3 and you know, I just kind of found it all. And I was just like, well, maybe I should give it a go. And I got in contact with a few people, made a few friends, made a lot of enemies. But, you know, <laughs> never, nevertheless, um, you know, after all of that, I'm pretty much where I am now. I had a channel called Trey Brother, um, which sounds stupid, I know. <laughs> no, I, was really, I was really big into that console war thing back in the day, and I kind of grew out of it. Um, I do promote a lot of Sony stuff, but I like to I like to try and keep level-headed um, as I'm someone that wants to go into the industry. So I kind of have to be like, okay, these are the strong points of this company. These are the strong points of that company. Um, and I try, I try and keep it, you know, real with you guys. You know, I try to bring my own 
um, beliefs and my own opinions on the industry um, and a lot of games personally, a lot of games that people have forgotten about. You know, a lot of people don't realize that Ubisoft made games like 187 Ride or Die. Um, a lot of people don't think there's a lot of storyline in games like Manhunt. Whereas, you know, I'm, I'm just that kid that spent 14 hours and I should have only spent six hours on that game. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So you're thorough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So what is your ultimate goal here on YouTube? My ultimate goal is... I mean, it's it's already starting to kick off. I've I've met a brilliant team, um, who they're all friends of mine. Not all friends of mine at first, but they're all mainly friends. And then we all started this, you know, dread started the dream team. And really, it like that alone, I, I could have no YouTube channel. That would just be okay for me because I get my voice out there. I get to meet up with a bunch of gamers every week and. It's just a lot of fun, you know, hearing feedback from the community, even if some of it's negative. Um, it's always good to engage with gamers and get other people's opinions. And sometimes that can really save your ass. Like if you make a video and the article is wrong, you know, Dread, Dread for example, is a really good example of this. He'll make a video about, you know, an article and it'll be an official article and it'll be a little bit of segment and, the inf you know, the information will be wrong. And in a subscriber, this is why I like fans and subscribers, because they'll point out when things are wrong and then you can just make a video cross-referencing it and that's really good you know it's all about the fans um and even if i only have 480 subscribers right now um i feel like i need to put in a lot more effort on my channel if i really want to grow because effort it's all about the grind you know <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just like games it's all about the grind and i feel like i have to i want to give my fans um you know a lot more appreciation for keeping it locked onto my channel so I, I hope I answered that properly. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? This is all about the way you all interpret the questions. You answered them how you see fit. Mm. And that's what makes this unique because I'm asking the same 10 questions to everyone who wants to do this. And a lot of times the answers differ tremendously. So mm. it's good. You know, it's good to have that diversity. Yeah, I, I mean, basically, I set out to just, you know, make solo videos. I was getting about three or 400 views uh, for doing my general news videos, but I kind of got bored of that, you know. And then when I met Dread, we just kind of, you know, he took off of his, his podcast and we all just, I don't know, it just all came came together, you know what I mean? We mm -hmm. met some great people, you know, like Zobi and Icy Rhythms and all the other guys that we met, Bearhugger29. You know, oh, bear hugger! <laughs> I know he's he's brilliant. Honestly, he's one of the best commentators, and you know I really appreciate him and people like Miss K and yourself. You know, you don't do none of that drama stuff, and oh. I've I, I've tried not to. I don't. I have no drama videos on my channel, and I really respect that because it's so easy to go onto the negative side of YouTube, whether it's gaming or not. Um, and I don't I don't really feed into it too much. You know, I prefer to just get the gaming news out there. People know I have a bias, but they don't really have a problem because the way that I address it is as a customer. People know that I don't want an Xbox One and they don't mind. They don't sit there and call me a pony or any of that stuff because they know that I have not a lot of knowledge. And if I really wanted an Xbox One, I would go out and buy one because mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was actually thinking about getting one at the start because of that Halo collection and Sunset mm -hmm. Overdrive. And I, I like Forza. Forza is pretty awesome. Um, but anyway, back to the freaking question. <laughs> now that I've started my Neverland Chill Show, which was mainly uh, geared towards uh, getting the Dream Team together and just having an all-out chill-out session to show you know, all the fans and subscribers, even though we do chill out a lot 
on the podcast and on the E3 reactions and stuff like that. It's just it really gives the fans a chance to see how we are when we're just somewhat virtually sitting in the room just chilling together. And I feel like I'm in a great podcast. Um, I know great people like you and Miss Kay and um fat boy gaming is also a great one <laughs> mm-hmm. he's a nerd <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've got, I've got connections everywhere and it's brilliant you know okay yeah. awesome so we know that you're a gamer and that you're passionate about gaming tell us something we may not know oh is that naughty or i'm joking no, i'm kidding <laughs> um is that like real life wise or however you interpret the question um, Whatever you feel you want to say. Actually, this is a good one, and this is this is probably going to get. This is kind of self-exposure. I've never been to a convention. That's right. I've never been. I've I've always wanted to cosplay Chris Redfield from Stars. Cool. Uh, my ex-girlfriend was a big cosplayer. She was from Sweden, and she made all of her own, you know, cosplays and stuff. And even though we're not together anymore, I feel like it would still be a really good idea. Um, even if my cosplay is terrible, <laughs> I'd never buy my cosplay though. Yeah, um, I would love to love to go to a convention. Awesome, so. that's cool. And you know what? I've seen some videos where people put in a lot of work into their cosplay outfits. You know, they they forge everything and even put LED lights in the in the staffs and stuff. It's really cool. I, I like yeah. how how people do things. Um. So, do you feel that it's important to finish games 100%? Um, games up, brothers in arms, no. <laughs> but most, most games, yeah. And I also go for the challenge mode in games like Ratchet and Clank. Um, and I love the difficulty in games like Demon's Souls when you complete the game and then the game gets like 15 to 25% harder and you've got Black Phantom versions of some of the toughest monsters, not just bosses, but monsters in the game. I love things like that. I'm not really a trophy whore. I'm a trophy whore on games, you know, like exclusive games of Sony. So I, I like Killzone. I like Infamous, you know, Heavy Rain. I, my PS3 never died. I was literally only six playthroughs before I would have gotten the Platinum because you oh. have to do like 22 playthroughs. Um, I like all the underrated stuff, including some indie games. So I feel like completing games, if you enjoyed the game, like, because like a warm-up like for example assassin's creed although it's to me those games are very boring um you know like the prologue we like to call it mm-hmm. you know you get through the good two three hours of it like final fantasy 10 for example if you don't really feel like it's worth continuing then i respect someone if they don't want to but i do feel ultimately that we should complete our games because you know we've went out there and spent money and even if we manage to get our money back from selling it back it's always good to see an artist's vision all the way through mm-hmm well, you somewhat answered the fo- the next the following question, but <laughs> no, go ahead, <laughs> if you ask it anyway. wanted to elaborate, you can. Okay. But um, are you a trophy hunter? Why or why not? Mm, I mean, on <laughs> on Gran Turismo Five, uh, this is another thing that kills me. I'm glad I saved it, saved uh, my game saves onto the cloud. But um, basically, when you get trophies, that only one point five eight percent of people own that game and that game sold like five million copies it, it feels good do you know what i mean like getting getting white knight chronicles platinum uh things like that is it, it's fantastic because it's an achievement and sometimes people don't even mean to do it like they, they play like a good two three hundred hours of a game like me and my ex-girlfriend had thousands of hours on 
you know, not thousands, but hundreds of hours on Resident Evil 5. And we're just like, well, why not? I mean, we're on 92% apparently. So there you go. And it's like a really small thing you have to do, but mm-hmm. you just kind of do it anyway, you know, and that's kind of where it all came from. You just, we already spend hours on the game, more hours than, you know, the, they, they predict. So why not just get everything that's in it, <laughs> even if it's just a trophy? Okay. So what do you feel is more important? Hardware, software, or sales, and why? Mm, okay, so, and this is something that I don't think a lot of people feel the same way. I'm going to speak about Nintendo, for example. Their Wii U was, and even if it isn't exactly true, I feel is just as powerful or was more powerful than the PlayStation 3 and was somewhat easy to program on. But the thing is, Nintendo doesn't need horsepower. A horsepower also doesn't have anything to do with third party for them because games like Grand Theft Auto 5 were actually concepted, you know, on the Wii U itself. So all those games are running. It's just it's it's a business line. I'm one of them people that and I'm not one of them, you know, hardcore Nintendo fans or anything. No, I'm one of them people that feel like companies should be themselves. Like I was really uh, edgy when the PlayStation 4 came out because I, I watched all of the E3 conferences and I was just like, okay, this is going to be a very mainstream device. But it took me a good couple of months to realize that the way that it was designed was just practical. Sony was safekeeping, for example, like when the PlayStation 3 Slim came out in 2009, uh, September, I believe it was, um, and they had the, I think it's 120 gig model. They changed a lot of the internals, but it wasn't necessarily bad. You know, I, I just feel like if a company can be efficient with the hardware, um, the software, the, the software and the hardware merge, you know, <laughs> the okay. way that I feel is like the, the software on the 360 was better at the time because it was more relevant. It was, it was innovative. You know, no one really thought that cross game voice chat would be so much of an impact on a gaming console. You know, I mean, PS2 had online connection, but I never connected to the internet once on that thing. And I played it a lot. Okay. You know? I feel like hardware is important to the right company. Hardware is important to Sony because a lot of their technical artists um, and the reason why Blu-ray even really came to Sony's console is not only because, you know, Sony likes to bring out um, multimedia every time. They like to bring out a new format like DVD and the compact disc. Um, I feel like hardware and games, depending on the genre, is, you know, that's how it kind of, is important i really can't it's hard to talk about this because there's so many factors that come into it really i feel like things like blu-ray discs help games because then you have like 100 gigabytes of space and there's no limitations in that you know there may be loads of load screens but you know big games like final fantasy 13 were accomplished accomplishable on that you know okay so what are your thoughts on the gaming community today We have a lot of people that don't have a lot of jobs. <laughs> joking. Yeah, definitely. No, a lot of people, they don't really, they're not very productive with their time. They don't put time into their thumbnails. They don't put time into, you know, anyone can draw. Anyone can get to learn how to draw, even people with one arm. You know, you see all that with the Olympics and things like that. I feel like a lot of people should spend more of their time being productive in this community. You know, not just sitting on there, hating on people. If you don't like someone, don't watch their content. Don't spend time giving them either I, I mean a lot of people use this as an excuse but it's revenue and things like that it's, it's it goes beyond that it's more personal these days console wars used to be you know fun no one got flagged and it would just be bitch 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 and sorry mm-hmm. if i'm swearing but do you know what i mean it was okay everyone oh, yeah. kind of 
already kind of guessed how that person would respond but now it's like oh you said this in this skype call you've done this and like and people's real life stuff gets brought into it as well and i don't think that's fair i don't think that's mm -mm. people should just keep it gaming if you're gonna have an argument about games i'm all for it that's that's cool you know proving trophy levels that's that's just about okay a little bit creepy there but you know i just think people should keep it more about gaming when it comes to if they're going to be negative you know i totally agree I totally agree. Now, what are your thoughts on the future of gaming? <laughs> I feel like a lot of game libraries from companies like Nintendo's will be put on multiple devices, and I'm actually kind of against that. Although it's great to hear and see that people will be able to play games on multiple devices, I kind of feel... I, I kind of like things being designed around one thing, you know, and really seeing it through, you know, like Sony, they didn't really give up with the PlayStation 3 and it'd just be, it'd just be really weird to see, you know, a game like uh, Killzone 2 on the Xbox uh, One or something like that. It's just, I don't know. That's just how I am. I'm, I'm, I'm all about exclusives. <laughs> okay. So retro or current gen and why? Oh, for storylines, retro, for modern games gameplay games like bloodborne um and mario kart 8 and uh sunset overdrive you know uh, gameplay is is become a lot more advanced over the years and i feel like the pacing and the narrative structure in older games and even sometimes even the artwork for example like they had to go to extreme lengths like you could only have a certain amount of colors in a scene and you know stuff like that i feel like that drive, that, that drive and passion back in the day it was just amazing, you know. Like, who who would think that? I mean, think about it. You make a game now, like Final Fantasy VII, where everything is, and no, that's not my favorite Final Fantasy. Everything is narrative, right? So you had to sit there and and read it. But how do we get so emotional about it? You know, if you avoid the, I'm not going to spoil spoil that scene. You know, when a character dies, but. How comes we got so emotionally attached to just words? You know, mm -hmm. narrative is really important in games. <laughs> you know? Okay. Nowadays, it's very cheesy and everything's kind of cutscene-y. You know, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Order 1886. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is there anything else that you would like to add? Anything you would like to tell the world, so to speak? <laughs> um... Hmm. I think that I, I feel like people should kind of take notice about the way that I've changed over the years when it comes to the YouTube gaming community. You know, just just get out there, man. Just get a job. And even if you live at home still, there's nothing wrong with that. Pay some rent. You know, if you, if you want to see around playing games, just try and keep it positive, you know. Mm hmm. Okay. Is that the is that the the more you know segment for the for the for the internet? Yeah, man. I mean, the, knowledge knowledge is key. Knowledge is um is is amazing. You know, being able to learn something, even if it's just learning how to clean in a specific way, washing up dishes. It, you know, it's like me. I worked at a pub for about a month, and I learned so much about people. I learned so much about just generally washing up and. You know, it's just all the small things. Life is, you know, most people have about 70 to 80 years if you're lucky. And you just got to think about it, man. I mean, think about it like five years time and you look back and it's just like, what the, f 
was I doing? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like your first sketch, for example, you're like, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I would like to thank you again for um, being on, you know, the 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 um, show or segment <laughs> of interviewing a gamer and. Um, Hopefully, you know, we can get this out there and, and everybody get to know you more and, uh, you know, have, get, you know, filter traffic to your channel mm-hmm. as well as, um, you know, just see a brighter side of, of gaming. You know, just just a little knowledge of, um, in re- you know, in reference to gaming or different people's opinions or whatnot, and you know, people having this time to be able to express themselves without any kind of uh, interruptions or anything like that. So, I thank you again, and um, yeah, you know, this was awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's, honestly, I feel like you know, there's not enough people like you out there, and you know, Miss K and Fatboy Gamer that are really reaching out to gamers, doing those real life vlog videos and things like this, you know, for the community. And I really respect that. And thank you for having me here. Not a problem. I'm glad you joined up and decided to to do it. So, yeah, I let you do your outro, and I guess we'll be done. Okay. Well, I'm Vexium <laughs> Swift. You're crazy British gamer, and I'm signing out here. It was really great to be on iPods uh, channel, iPods, Google Hangout, whatever you want to call it, interview. It was really cool. I'm sorry if I tangent off a little bit. I just, uh, I'm a little bit shaken. You know, I came out of work earlier, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you for having me. Um, everyone, honestly, go subscribe to her channel. She makes some great content, and also join the Soldiers That Game Facebook page. There you go. <laughs> I love that Facebook page to be honest because um you know like on a lot of pages you might see stuff that has nothing to do with gaming but people try to make it about gaming. Yeah. I won't go into detail but you know you could you know derive your own thing from that but um you know uh, I've not seen that you know this is a community of um people who actually discuss gaming and get in and talk to one another too. Uh, we don't talk at one another. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I, I mean, I'm 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 a bit biased, yes, because you know, I'm I'm a part of Soldiers That Game as well as you. Um, but you know, I know a lot of people belong to you know various or participate in various um, gaming groups, you know. But um, I agree. I like Soldiers That Game. I really do. And you don't have to be, you know, in the military or former military to actually you know, be involved with Soldiers Day Game because Miss K doesn't discriminate. So I really like that as well. The fact that even a civilian, you know, can be a part of the Facebook group and not feel any kind of biases or anything like that. So uh, I agree. I like that. I like that a lot. But, um, you know, again, be sure to check out Soldiers That Game. That's S-O-L-D-I-E. RZ on Facebook. Tell her that Lynn sent you. And if you would like to be on the segment of interviewing a gamer, be sure to hit her up there on Facebook or me, as well as um, on Twitter. So you can hit her up at um, Soldiers That Game, or as you see here on the screen, you can hit me up at iPod One Reviewer. That is on here on YouTube as well as on Twitter. So thank you guys.
Everybody take care and be safe. Bye-bye.